Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of June 4th through June 10th, 2012. Vulnerability activity for the period returned to levels that are consistent with previous periods. The highlight for the period continues to be the focus on the investigation and reporting of flame malicious code and activity. Sources reported the details of how the cryptographic collision was used in the attack and that command and control systems that are controlling the flame-infected systems may be sending out messages to remove itself. Reports also noted that many of the command and control servers have stopped operating. As speculation on the authors of the Flame Malicious Code continues, the U.S. government has called for an investigation into the leaks of classified information in some of the reports. In other activity, Mozilla released Firefox 13, which corrects seven vulnerabilities, including four that are rated critical. Adobe released multiple security advisories for vulnerabilities in Photoshop, Illustrator, and later in the period for Flash Player. Apache Struts released a security advisory and update for an unauthenticated remote code execution vulnerability. Functional exploit code for the Apache Struts vulnerability is publicly available. Additional security advisories and updates included multiple vulnerabilities in IBM AIX, SPSS, DB2, and WebSphere, and multiple vulnerabilities in WordPress, and multiple vulnerabilities in Real Network's Real Player. In upcoming activity, Tuesday, June 12, 2012, will be the release date for both the monthly Microsoft Security Bulletins and the quarterly Oracle Java SE Critical Patch Update. Microsoft posted the Microsoft Security Bulletin advance notification for June 2012, which includes seven bulletins addressing 25 vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Internet Explorer, Visual Basic for Applications, Dynamics AX, and the .NET Framework. Oracle released the Oracle Java SE Critical Patch Update pre-release announcement for June 2012, including 14 security vulnerabilities. IntelliShield published 107 events last week, 53 new events, and 54 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the physical risk management category. Political bloggers have reported incidents of police arriving at their homes and businesses in response to an anonymous and fraudulent emergency calls that reported crimes being committed at their locations. Known as swatting, this practice attempts to initiate a police SWAT response to a location as a form of harassment inflicted on unsuspecting victims. As a common link for the recent occurrences, it appears to be a new form of political activity. Swatting is usually done by spoofing the caller ID over voice over IP phones, which hides or displays a false caller ID number for the call. Police and others have little ability to determine if the call and caller ID is fraudulent and, in an emergency, have little time to validate the call information, forcing an emergency response. Swatting isn't new and is a highly dangerous situation for both victims and police responding to what appears to be an emergency. Businesses can do little to avoid being fraudulently represented in caller ID, but can establish coordinated procedures with local police to quickly de-escalate an attempted swatting or similar incident. And next, in the legal risk management category, German credit agency Schufa announced a three-year project named Schufa Lab at HPI 
to mine and analyze personal data from social media platforms and other web applications. This information could come from Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Zing, Yahzee, and Google Street View, as well as other websites. Shufa is collaborating with the University of Potsdam's Hessel-Plattner Institute on this project. The Shufa project is likely to face numerous legal challenges before it is ever put into practice. Politicians are already calling for complete transparency regarding the information gathered and how it may be used. Additionally, Shufa must develop a method to ensure they're gathering information about the correct person and how to respond in case of mistaken identity. While Shufa addresses these legal questions, users of social media applications should review the privacy policy of their chosen applications and adopt a policy carefully choosing the type of information they're willing to share. And next, in the trust risk management category. LinkedIn and eHarmony websites both reported major breaches of user account information and millions of passwords appear to have been compromised. A list of LinkedIn password hashes were posted to a website and quickly confirmed by multiple LinkedIn users as their passwords. LinkedIn has confirmed the breach and continues to investigate. Users of both websites have been advised to change their passwords. Multiple sources are reporting spam and phishing activity that attempt to further compromise user information with fake password change and breach notification email messages. Users attempt to maintain complex and different passwords on the number of accounts that many users now have is beyond the capabilities of most users. Cisco recommends that users install password management software to assist them while creating, maintaining, and storing their passwords. Many of these applications are free. And this week in the Human Risk Management category. A 17-year-old Massachusetts driver was found guilty and sentenced to jail for vehicular homicide. The sentencing resulted from a fatal accident in which one individual was killed and another seriously injured. Electronic evidence indicated the teen who caused the accident had been texting while driving just prior to the accident. Texting while driving is a misdemeanor offense in most U.S. states, but the judge in Massachusetts applied a new law to include texting while driving as negligence. Most U.S. states now have laws against texting while driving, but the dangers have caused some states to consider the practice a more serious offense. As users become increasingly mobile, the risk involved in attempting to text, make a phone call, or perform other actions on a mobile device while performing other tasks, such as driving, is a serious risk that has to be addressed. Products are available to provide hands-free operations or block mobile activity while driving that could provide some technical controls for what is, at root, a human risk. Users must understand the risks associated with these activities. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category. This year's G20 summit takes place in Los Cabos, Mexico on June 18th through the 19th. Discussions this year will probably center on global economic growth and the European financial crisis, especially with Spain receiving an EU bailout and Greece looking at options that include leaving the euro. Less apocalyptic but still alarming to economists, China's interest rate cut, the first one since 2008, provided more evidence this week that Europe's problems are everyone's problems. Every G20 summit seems to have its own crisis to define it. This year's, the crisis is the situation in Europe, so arguments may center on the long-term viability of the euro and the austerity versus stimulus debate. The summit regularly attracts protests and criticism, not only from countries that are shut out of the club, but also from populist groups who see it as a party for wealthy leaders who make the decisions with their own political agendas and big business interests in mind. Luckily for everyone, 
global growth isn't a zero-sum game, and what's good for one country may be good for others as well. For information security specialists, the G20 summit may be viewed as a barometer for global economic priorities and problems. From a more tactical point of view, information security specialists who are tasked with monitoring critical networks in Mexico may want to bear in mind that the summit comes only a few weeks before the July 1st presidential elections. It could provide groups who wish to tarnish current President Calderon's political party with an opportunity to do so for a global audience. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.